Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to go back-to-back inside NFL training camp. AFC in the books as of last week. And this week we head on over to the NFC. We start in the NFC East. The Giants in a bit, but first we go to Dallas and talk Cowboys with David Hellman, who's a Cowboys reporter for DallasCowboys.com and also on Twitter, at HellmanDC. David, good to have you back on. How are you doing? David, are you there? Yeah, y'all got me? I know, got you now. How are you, you doing, Sorry bud? Sorry about that. No, I'm no worries. I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you, you bet. Look, I know you've been asked this probably 10,000 times since breakfast, but what's the latest on Ezekiel Elliott's holdout? Is he going to be back before the season starts? What can you tell us there? The latest is that there's no latest right now. Uh, I've been around the Cowboys for, for six or seven years at this point. This is a team that likes to do business on a deadline. Obviously, the season is, is as close as it's ever been, but we're still not quite there yet. So, you know, my, my gut tells me that Ezekiel Elliott is going to be back in the fold one way or the other, um, and it really wouldn't surprise me if they come to a deal sometime in the next, you know, seven or so days. But as of right now, uh, no movement on that front. He is not with the team, and uh, – you know, the waiting game continues, but the stakes are getting a little bit higher every day. Yeah, they're, they're getting really high here. And, of course, two years left on that rookie deal. One year left this year for their quarterback, Dak Prescott. What's Dak thinking when he looks over at Zeke holding out demanding a contract? And, look, Dak's been underpaid vastly more than Ezekiel Elliott during his career. Whatever Dak is thinking, he's way too professional to say it out loud. That would probably be my guess. Um, yeah, I mean – Regardless of how good you think he is, it's basically inarguable that he is the most underpaid athlete in sports. Uh, you know, when you consider starting quarterback at the Dallas Cowboys, two-time Pro Bowler, uh, and he, he's on a $2 million salary this year, which is a bump from his $600,000 salary. So uh, he's due for a payday one day or another. I'm, I'm curious about that because the Cowboys also have Amari Cooper who needs a new deal. Neither one of those guys is under contract next season. Neither one of them has a new deal right now. And obviously, NFL rules stipulate you can only use the franchise tag on one guy every year. So if it comes to that, uh, you'd, you'd like to think that they're going to get one of those done sometime before the season's over. But as of right now, again, just like Zeke, there's, there's really nothing going on on that front as of yet. There's always eagle eyes on the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, regardless of who that is, kind of like you know eyes on whoever's the quarterback up there in Green Bay. I've always thought that Prescott has been vastly underappreciated, especially considering how young he is, David. I mean, I thought he had a pretty darn good year last year, 68% completions, almost 4,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Why all the hate for Dak? I think Dak is, is just getting a taste of uh, – you said it. He's getting a taste of what life is like as the quarterback of the Cowboys. You know, ironically, he took over for Tony Romo when Romo got hurt, and a lot of people didn't give Romo credit. You know, they said he was a choker. They said he was injury-prone. Uh, and now he's been out of the league for a few years, and everybody wants him back and thinks he can do no wrong, and Dak is the problem. And 
all that good type of stuff. Obviously, the truth is somewhere in between. You know, I, I would never try to convince somebody that Dak Prescott is one of the top, you know, four or five quarterbacks in the NFL. I certainly think he's in the upper echelon, and I definitely think he's deserving of a pay raise. Uh, you, you mentioned it, too. He's, he's just turned 26 years old last month, um, and I've, I've been around him enough to have a good idea of his absolutely incredible work ethic. So I think his arrow is pointing upward. I don't know if he's ever going to be Tom Brady or Drew Brees, uh, but there's every reason to have confidence that, that he can get this team where it wants to go. Yeah, I have a feeling, David, that whoever the next quarterback of the Saints is after Drew Brees calls it quits, the fan base here is going to, I don't know, it's going to be Troy Aikman effect here where it doesn't matter what they do, they're never going to be Drew Brees and people are never going to give them their due credit. Is this just the Troy Aikman effect there that he, you know, he won those Super Bowls and everybody's thinking, well, man, unless you actually win titles for us, you're not Troy, so you're no good. Um, I mean, the the two most successful quarterbacks in franchise history you've got Troy Aikman who won three Super Bowls and went to the Hall of Fame you've got Roger Staubach who is one of the original greats of the NFL and you know it's not an understatement to say he's an icon so that's what you're living up to when you play this position for this team and honestly whether it's Dak whether it's Tony Romo whatever you know whoever's next you're not going to have the full support of the Cowboys fan base until you win a championship that's just the bottom line uh, fortunately for Dak, I think he's smart enough to understand that, so I don't think he takes it too personally. We're inside Cowboys training camp with David Hellman on the last lap. He's a Cowboys reporter for DallasCowboys.com. Talked a lot of offense so far. Let's go over to the opposite side of the football. And Jerry Jones, he gave Jalen Smith a brand-new six-year, nearly $70 million contract. Uh, he is a young star in this league. That defense was so good last year, kind of propelling them into the second round of the playoffs. Are they going to have to carry this team again, David? And can they? Well, I think, I mean, this is the first time in my career covering the Cowboys where I think you can look at the defense as a strength. Uh, you know, during Romo's tenure, it was really, it was a weakness. It was something that you kind of had to paper over. And even in the first few years of Dak's career, it was kind of middling. Uh, they have the pieces to be elite. Uh, you've got Jalen Smith next to Leighton Van Der Esch. They signed Demarcus Lawrence, who's one of the most underrated pass rushers in the league to a big contract. Uh, and then there's all this young other talent rising around them. You know, the rest of the guys in that secondary have enjoyed a really fantastic training camp. They added a guy like Robert Quinn, who he's probably not as dominant as he used to be, but he's still an upgrade over what they had. Um, and this looks like a group that should be top five in the NFL. So I don't think they can do it all on their own. You know, this, this Cowboys offense was pretty mediocre for most of last year. They're going to have to be better than that. But this should be a defense where, you know, if you can give them, you know, 21, 24 points a game, you're going to win most of the games you play because these guys look like they should be scary good. Yeah, but they were scary good last year, especially in that playoff game against Seattle. Is You said the most underrated defensive lineman might be uh, Demarcus Lawrence in the NFL. Is Rod Marinelli the most underrated assistant coach in the NFL? That's a, it's an interesting question because, you know, Rod, at this point in his career, he's not really a household name. He obviously he had a really bad tenure with the Detroit Lions as their head coach going 0-16. But you talk to people in NFL circles, NFL players, uh, people who cover the league and are around the league, uh, I think everybody knows every, all about what he's about in terms of coaching defensive linemen, how to get to the quarterback. He obviously – uh, he was one of the big figures in that Tampa Bay defense that was so amazing for so many years. 
Uh, and, and I think Demarcus Lawrence would give him tons of credit for turning him into a two-time All-Pro. Um, so, yeah, he, he's probably not, you know, a household name along the lines of, like, Sean McVay and those young offensive guys that are stealing all the headlines. But you are talking about a very, very well-respected coach and a guy with a hell of a resume. And no doubt their defensive coordinator there, Rod Marinelli, their head coach, Jason Garrett, did not get a contract extension, so he is the – a prototypical lame duck coach here. Is is this uh, you got to make an NFC championship game or you're done kind of year for Garrett? I, it's, it's such a hard question to answer because obviously, okay, they don't renew his contract after making it to the second round of the playoffs. That seems to send a pretty clear message that you got to do better than that. NFC championship game, Super Bowl seems like the standard. Everybody around the organization uses the phrase taking the next step. At the same time, this is not the first time that it seemed like Jason Garrett was had his back to the wall, and he's found his way out of that situation every other time. You know, 2014, he didn't have a contract, uh, and he got within a controversial Des Bryant catch of the NFC title game. Uh, 2015, there were great expectations, and he lost Tony Romo to an injury in week two, and the season kind of went down the drain. So I'll, I'll be curious to see. Because Jason Garrett has been the head coach of this team for so many years, it's, it's kind of hard to imagine them without him at this point. But it does seem like there's very clear expectations that he take this team to a level that it hasn't been at since the 90s. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Dallas will be one of those intriguing stories either way, no matter what happens. Forget it. David, you know this. No matter what happens in Dallas, it's always an intriguing story, it seems like. Uh, we are always the in the news over here no matter what happens, whether it's good, <laughs> bad, or crazy. They are definitely going to be in the headlines. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no doubt about it. David Hellman at Hellman DC on Twitter, Cowboys reporter for the Dallas Cowboys at DallasCowboys.com. And that is inside Cowboys training camp. David, really appreciate the time tonight. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. You bet. We'll have you on again. There he goes. we got to take a quick break. It's back-to-back inside camps. We'll go up to New York. We'll talk Giants camp with Jerry Foley of GiantsInsider.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.